Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This show is brought to you by K Jewelers. Listen up, NFL fans. K just dropped a collection of officially licensed NFL jewelry. Shop your favorite team in the True Fans Fine Jewelry Collection at k.com slash truefans. Gear up for the season and celebrate the love of the game with K. Wounded Warrior Project is working to foster the most successful generation of veterans in our nation's history. One of the ways they do that is through adaptive sports. Veterans are some of the most resilient people on the planet. It's not about what you can't do after experiencing injury or illness. It's about tapping into what you can do. Learn more about how Wounded Warrior Project's adaptive sports programs are changing lives at www.woundedwarriorproject.org sports. This is a podcast from Minute Media. It's about to go down. This is the Buffalo Nerd Sports Podcast. Where we talk history of the game numbers and stats. And each week we highlight a charity that's doing good. If you haven't subscribed yet, then you should. Because I'm this, 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 the, the real deal. And you know I gotta shout out the Buffalo Bills. Turn it up to the max. Sit back and relax. This is the Buffalo Nerd Sports Podcast. Let go. Hey, what is up, Bills Mafia? Welcome into another episode of the Buffalo Nerd, your home for Buffalo Bills football with a charity on top. This is the week three phase report as we break down another sensational victory by what we believed at the beginning of the season was going to be a very good football team. Looked like a very good football team on Sunday when they destroyed The Washington football team, excuse me, old school, the Washington football team, 43 to 21. Dominant performance, uh, you know, room for improvement still in some aspects of the game. We'll get into as we break down every phase of the game. But overall, just a dominant performance, time of possession, putting the ball in the end zone. Tyler Bass knocking everything through the uprights like he has been. I mean, it all just clicked and it looked good. Allen looked smooth from the beginning. A little, little heat on that very first pass of the game. But after that, he seemed to settle right in. And we finally saw the emergence, which all offseason I was speaking to this, hoping that this would take place. Emmanuel Sanders showed up and he's showing up big time. He's on the field a lot. He's really contributing to this offense. Um, I know it feels like uh, it, we're losing the digs and we're losing this, but this is a very, very nice piece to add to this puzzle. Now each week it's going to become even more and more difficult to determine who you're going to defend. Zach Moss, after the week one inactive fumble in week two, still finished with a good game. Week three, just a phenomenal performance, holding onto the ball, running through tackles. He looked real, real good. He looked like the guy that was trying to earn the spot to be the only guy. Um, so it was very nice to see the production out of him. You know, and this defense just they're so locked down. It's it's been incredible 
just just run we're on right now at the beginning of the season for the first few weeks. Just we didn't get really to the quarterback, not much, which I wasn't sure that we were going to. Um, Heineke is actually sneaky athletic. I thought he was going to perform a little better than he did, even though this defense can give people trouble. I mean, they can give really good quarterbacks trouble. Um, he's been performing well, and I thought he might do a little bit against us. Um, if you go back and listen to last week, I, I was coming into this a little nervous. I mean, this is a what was supposed to be a good football team, and they have a good defense, supposedly. Um, it didn't look like that on Sunday. The offensive line, shout out to them, two weeks in a row now. Um, they've produced after their poor showing in week one. They've stepped up, and they've looked the part. Uh, I mean, it, it definitely helps when Josh Allen's throwing the ball like he was and connecting, right? When he when he's hitting on those passes, it makes it a lot easier and a lot more fun to keep it clean and have fun blocking and running. And when the running game's moving, you see the offensive line was trending in the right direction. Two consecutive weeks in a row, very excited about where they're going right now. And they're healthy. They're staying healthy. Um, it's been the same guys out there, not what we did last year. Where we're rotating and rotating and rotating. We've seen these guys together now for a few weeks, and it's looking good so far. So coming into the first quarter here, we're looking like we could finish out a good three and one. We've got an opportunity to be three and one, and that's where you, you got to hope that you could be it there at that point. Coming out of, I know we got that extra game in there now, but coming out in this quarter. Happy with this performance. I would have liked to have been undefeated. The the Pittsburgh performance was real important to me. Um, but obviously we started out with a loss and we're seeing they're really struggling now, which makes that loss even worse. But moving on, this was what I would say a complete team performance, top to bottom. Everybody contributed, um, some not in positive ways on all aspects, but everybody contributed aspects of scoring on all three phases. The defense is taking the ball away. They're they're getting pressure, even though we weren't getting the sacks. Everything just looked good. The back end was flying around. There was never even a hiccup on the RB, the, excuse me, the CB2. Um, they looked quiet. They were quiet out there. You didn't really hear anything about them, which is always a good thing. So let's open it up and kind of, you know, just start out with the offense. I mean, Josh Allen put up an MVP type performance. I mean, this is what we were anticipating we were going to see all offseason. You know, everybody was talking it up, how good he looked in camp. He was clean. He was firing right. He was hitting everything right. Um, you know, and Pittsburgh has a good defense. I mean, they've given teams fit all season so far. So there was that. Miami does have a good defense. Washington, I thought, had a good defense. And, you know, Josh really, really exposed uh, the back end. Um, when, their, when their number one cornerback was struggling as hard as he was, um, it becomes very difficult. And Josh was just on point. Like I mentioned, the run game. I mean, again, the run game is just continuing to produce. I mean, it wasn't a great game. You know, we got up there over 100 yards rushing again. Um, you know, it's it's good. I mean, if this team can run for 100 yards every week, I think we're going to be getting positive performances like we saw. And I mean, especially when you're shutting down. Antonio Gibson is a good running back. Um, this this was a good running back we shut down on the other side there. So, But as far as our run game, looking good so far. I mean, Moss and Singletary have both made runs and um, we've had some bad runs and, you know, some things like that, but you're going to see that that's the NFL. This is, it's playing the game. You got to put some plays on film. You got to keep doing things, uh, which I really, uh, speaking of the offense, they went back in the, the, they went back and ran that fourth down play fake this time. And they ran with Josh, which they probably should have done the first time. And it probably would have got that first down in the first game. But besides that, the offense played very well. Emmanuel Sanders had a great game. Cole Beasley was everywhere. There's a ton of targets. Diggs was still getting his targets. Uh, he had a nice game, very nice catch. He made, uh, you know, in this game as well, Gabe Davis, big game. Uh, 
the the standout performer though for me again this week it, it's going to have to be Dawson Knox. Um, he's just he's showing up. He's looking good. Um, he's making catches. He's doing the right things. His blocking is improving. He's doing very well. And that catch he made in the end zone was gorgeous. I mean, and, and we're, we've seen Dawson do this. He's very good at making that catch. Now throw him one in the flat. It might not be the same, but you can tell the connectivity between him and Josh is improving. Um, he's seeing five targets or so a game now. So he's he's evolving in this offense. And when we spread around like that, it's going to become very, very difficult to stop. So Dawson Knox for me was the offensive standout, despite Josh Allen having a phenomenal five touchdown performance. It's hard to overcome, but Dawson Knox is really standing out so far for the first three weeks for me uh, on, on the offensive side of the ball. I was really looking to see if he could make that happen this season when we got rid of Hollister. Um, I knew that that meant he was the guy and they must have really felt he, like he was ready for it or he, he wasn't going to be used in the offense or the tight end position won't even necessarily be used in the offense. So overall, Dawson Knox gets the star for me on this one. Running game, top to bottom, offensive line, everything looked good on the offensive side of the ball this week. A um, couple dumb penalties, you know, still we got to get rid of some of that stuff. But overall, very good against two very good defensive ends. Um, you know, Chase Young, still no sack on the board for him. So that's a plus. Now, this, this, like the defense, I, I, I'm just, I'm amazed in what they're doing right now. Realistically, the special teams unit has cost them 14 points of the points that they've given up so far. They're just playing lights out. The turnovers are there. They're getting the pressure. Last year, we got none of this. We weren't getting any of this stuff. It just seems like, and some of these were, were gimmies. I mean, a couple of the picks were gimmies, but it was because guys were reading and doing the right things. The pressure was there and they were, everybody was falling and being where they were supposed to be. And they saw it coming, and it was phenomenal. They they really played great team defense. Love seeing Zimmer in there eating. Everybody's mixing and matching. We're moving a lot of guys. Star's presence is continuing to be felt. Um, he's just clearly what was missing last year. I, I mean, it feels very weird to say that because I didn't think that he could be that guy, but he it was definitely not all of it, but he was easily a good portion of what was missing at this point. If you're just looking at what we've seen so far with this defense in the first few weeks compared to what we were seeing last season. I mean, we got to this kind of level as we approach the end of the season, but we were nowhere near this level this early in the season. So seeing the defense come out performing at this high of a level already, it's hard to maintain that in the NFL, but if they somehow do, this defense is going to be very, very difficult to score on, which is going to put us in positive, positive positions moving forward. Now, granted, they're going to get a couple of huge tests coming up here in the next few weeks where Kansas City and Tennessee are going to be coming in where they've got players, they've got offenses that can score and they do score and they're used to scoring. And, um, you know, it's going to be a good litmus test to see where they truly are before we head into that bye week real early on in the season. So the defense overall stars everywhere. Um, again, standing out for me is just Matt Milano's play. Obviously, I don't think I'm stating anything that everybody doesn't know. I mean, if you watch that game, he not only did he have the fumble recovery, a couple huge plays in the backfield. I mean, he's just, he's around. You see him around. He's making plays. He's flying around. He's really playing good football right now. And Edmonds had a, a very solid game in that game as well. The stars were on the back end, though. I mean, that that's where the action was happening. They were making the plays. The game just 
you know, trended in that direction as the score got out of control. It turns more into coverage in the back ends where the stars are going to shine and Hyde and Poyer continue. I mean, just Poyer is playing at a very, very high level, coming down in the box and reading plays, making some nice tackles. Um, you know, he's everywhere right now. Hyde is doing the same thing, you know, getting the interceptions. They're just, we are truly, truly blessed to have those two guys back there. Like I mentioned kind of at the top, uh, I was a little concerned about McLaurin um, coming up against Trey. Trey's good. I mean, there's no doubt about it, but he he looked like he wasn't quite in it and they were going to test him. And I knew they were going to test him in this game because McLaurin is a very good wide receiver, but he had a quiet day. I mean, he made a couple great plays and he he did his thing, but Trey was on him even when he made those plays. So no explosive plays. Uh, CB2 played very well. Um, I figured Logan Thomas would somehow get in the end zone in this game. Right. It just, it feels like it, you know, you, that always happens in the NFL when the old team goes up against their other team, they always try to get them in the end zone. It took late. Um, and I thought we played well against them and, um, you know, he, we kind of kept him in check for how we have struggled against the tight ends in the past. Um, and, and that'll be important moving forward, obviously with Kelsey coming up and then you've got, you know, not as good at tight ends in Tennessee anymore, but they like to utilize the tight end. So it's going to be a, it's going to be a big matchup to pay attention to moving forward. So defense for me is just like, until they do something wrong, this is going to be enough. And this is way more than enough right now. I mean, even if we get like close to this performance every week and the offense is clicking, this is going to be a very difficult team to beat. They are very, very good at maneuvering around with each other right now. You can tell all of the years of being together is really starting to gel. I mean, that's we're approaching four years on the back end, I believe, with most of those guys being together. And that includes Levi Wallace. I mean, obviously, Dane Jackson's not, but the core of that back has been there. You know, Milano and Edmonds are now in three, four. You know, so this is this team is very, very good on defense. And we're going to continue to see that hopefully probably this week where we're going to get a matchup against maybe you know, a rookie quarterback um, potentially. So this could be another very solid week for this defense. Special teams. Yeah. I mean, Tyler Bass, just killing it. I mean, he's knocking everything through the uprights as a second year kicker. He looks very confident. The leg looks good. Kickoffs look good. He had, he did have that penalty off the bat, you know, where he kicked it out, which is, we can't have that. I mean, it, I get it was windy and everything was happening, but that can be crucial stuff when things aren't going your way. It didn't play that big of a, you know, play into anything in the game in this scenario, really, because it didn't, we were winning that game. But in the future, that's the kind of little things on special teams. But that, that friggin' not getting to the ball and just letting it bounce on the kickoff. And then just that was, that was bad. It was just very bad. Um, and to me, that's now, like I mentioned, the special teams has put, basically put up 14 points on the wrong, side for us so far this year in three games and that's and we're now talking about one big error in three games you know two out of the three games so uh, the special teams defensive side of it and return side of it uh, still needs to clean up uh, the punter he's just he, he's doing good I mean I it's so slow I feel like you could run a circle around him before he, he ends up kicking it but angling the ball uh, they pinned him real deep on the one um so he's he's actually he's doing well besides that that just dumbfounding play where the ball hit the ground and nobody was alert to what was going on it was just the special teams has looked okay i mean and in that game i mean what he had a punt twice um the one he pegged him real deep so that was nice basses but he goes four for four on the extra points or whatever and or five for five on extra points and he's three for three on field goals so just a very very good game for him 
I mean, overall, they, they've been kind of the thorn in the side of there is anything to complain about still to this point. Um, but you get that cleaned up in the way that everything else is going. And the fact that we don't really punt the ball that often with the, if the offense continues to play well, I think we're going to be in good shape on, on the special team side of the ball. So at this point, Tyler Bass to me is still, he still receives the star as the, the only guy that's truly performing on the special teams at a very good level. I mean, that's all three phases. This, this game was, it was great. I mean, we got another victory Monday. Um, they played very good football. We came out hot again, very close to turning into a very, very quick blowout again. And we don't have that dumbfounding play and give up the huge play to Gibson on that run and then come right back and just have that other play stack right on top of us. This game might get way out of control again early. Like, it almost happened against Miami. So we are starting fast, which is good to see. Um, you know, that's going to be important when we come up against Kansas City in a couple of weeks and Tennessee is coming out hot and, you know, finishing drives and making plays and making everything count every time we touch the ball. This week, uh, we got the big week four showdown with the Houston Texans. Should have been the Tyrod Taylor show. Um, doesn't look like we're going to get to see that. This team's having a hard time right now, um, but they're, they're giving, you know, it's the NFL. It's not going to just be a pushover. And if you come in there under prepared or kind of looking past them to the Kansas City Chiefs, we might have trouble. Um, we've, we've lost in that building, uh, you know, a couple of years ago. So hopefully we want to go in there and just kind of, or excuse me, we're playing them at home um, when we lost to them a couple of years ago in their building in the playoffs. So this is that team that I think we should always want to crush. And this might be a really good opportunity to put up another big game um, where hopefully Josh Allen is sitting down, you know, late in the fourth quarter, getting some rest um, and we're getting a little extra prep because I don't want to look past this team, but this is a team that we should be able to really handle um, the way that we're playing right now. But uh, all that'll be in our breakdown show. We have a beat reporter from the Houston Texans will be joining me a little later this week as we chat up uh, getting ready for week four on what we can expect between the Buffalo Bills and the Houston Texans in this matchup. Um, so look for that coming out uh, this weekend on Friday like it normally does. Uh, that's pretty much going to do it for the phase report today. Appreciate all you guys listening in. Love you guys uh, very much. Be safe out there. Make sure we're masking up. It looked like the fan base was having a blast. The stadium was packed again. Um, so let's just keep it that way because there's going to be a lot of big, important football games coming up that it's going to be really important that we have the mafia in the house. So thanks again, everybody, for being here. That's going to do it for this week's episode of the phase report on week three and go Bills. You just listen to sports podcast make sure you leave a review and subscribe so you never miss another episode we'll see you next time leg out I'm Joni from Columbus, Ohio, and I recommend 3C Body Shop. Nobody wants to go back twice in one year for accident repairs. But after my first experience with 3C, it made perfect sense for me. 3C worked with my insurance and everything was handled perfectly. I'd recommend 3C to my friends, my family, and anyone that has been in an accident. 3C Body Shop. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones 
who get it done.